Hi, I'm Tammy Bragg, and thank you for joining us on the Profitable Passions podcast. You'll hear real stories from real women exploring their passions and turning them into profits. They'll share how they got started, what they do, how they do it, and who they work with. And they'll share some great insights that you can use to get started in your own business that you'll love. I know it's hard to figure out what you want to do and who you want to serve. And as women, it's hard to look at ourselves and say we're good at this or that, and we totally undervalue our worth, our skills, and our talents. And a lot of times we're just afraid to get started, but we're our own worst enemies. It's time to break those chains and get out there and just do it. And if you need a boost of confidence, a quick tip, or amazing advice, you've come to the right place. Now, let's find out how we can help you create your profitable passions business. Our special guest today is Rachel Friedman. She's a mom, wife, daughter, serial entrepreneur, possibility dealer, and a yogi. She spent the last two decades as a student of psychology, yoga, fitness, nutrition, and mindful meditation. She's a believer in the possibility and conquering your goals and then transcending past them. Rachel believes we can do anything we put our minds to. She is a life and business coach. However, her specialty is emotional eating coaching And she helps people stop binging and start treating your body like a sacred temple it is. When you learn how to manage your mind, you'll be able to treat your body with the love and respect it deserves. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and kind of how you started out and got to the place that you are today? Absolutely. Um, Yes. And thank you so much for having me today. I love talking about this stuff. So it's so fun whenever I get to be um, able to write, like just talk about it. So um, I guess first off, I'm a mom. (laughs) I always like to say that because I think that's a huge part of who I am now these days. And I actually am a mom with five teenagers. So I know people always um, are the next comment usually makes people's mouths drops, but we have five kids, my husband and I, between the age of 13 and 16. Um, so I married to almost two years ago, a man, amazing man who had triplets who are 16. Now my son turned 16 a couple of weeks ago. So we have four 16 year olds and then my daughter's 13. So a really amazing, oh, wow. beautifully blended hormonal family. I can imagine. <laughs> Full of a lot. We'll just leave it at that. But really like what got me, um, to where I am now is so I God, it's been like at least 20 years, I guess. So I graduated from NYU with a master's in social work. And I went right into one-on-one counseling, like doing um, individual and group and family therapy at a residential treatment facility. And then I didn't last super long there. It was really hard work for really low pay. And I ended up getting burned out really quick. And at the time I lived in the DC area and, um, I had put on a lot of weight in college, probably like 50 or 60 pounds. And I started to really get into exercising and I really wanted to get healthy and lose weight. And so I started working out a lot. And as I was like getting more and more fried in the, um, in the residential facility, I found a program to become a personal trainer. And I was like, heck, why not? I'm going to try it out. And I really enjoyed it. And one day it made a kind of an impulsive decision left and just decided to take a break. 
And so I started doing one-on-one personal training and I did that for about eight years. I would go to people's houses. Um, at the time, they would come to mine and it was very successful. I did really well. I think most of the people came to me to talk more than work out is what I soon found out, but it was, it was fun. And then about 12 years ago, I moved to Atlanta with my ex-husband and I just didn't feel like starting that business again. Along those years, I had fallen in love with yoga. I had started having a really big yoga practice myself. And so when I moved to Atlanta, I decided I was going to learn more about it. So I enrolled in a yoga teacher training, really just to learn more about yoga and why I always felt so good after going to a class. And I fell in love with teaching it. And in the midst of the training, another mom came to me and asked if I'd want to open a yoga studio with her. And I was like, I've always been one to just jump off the ledge and try things. So I was like, Mm -hmm. sure, why not? So I did that. (laughs) I did that for about seven years and it was great. It was really fun. It was a really um, successful business. And in those years, I started leading other people how to become yoga teachers. And one of my favorite parts of the process was actually not the teaching them of the yoga poses, but was teaching them the mindfulness, the meditation, and teaching them the self-inquiry. So a huge part of yoga trainings is actually learning about yourself. And I really fell in love with that process. So about two years ago, I sold my half of the studio and decided that's what I wanted to focus on, the mindfulness and the self-inquiry. And that's kind of what led me to where I am right now, which is my coaching business. It's a lot of ways taking a lot of the things I learned across the last, whatever, 20 years and just really helping people get out of their own way, stop the self-sabotage cycle, and really helping people get healthy. So taking kind of the mind and the body together and getting us in alignment, because I really think when we're in mental and physical alignment, we can really do anything. So it's kind of more of a holistic approach. to. It's a very holistic approach. It's actually, I don't know if you've ever heard of Ayurveda, So Ayurveda is actually like the sister science to yoga. It's really based on nutrition and herbs and eating for your body. And I did a whole course in that a whole month away in Peru last summer in it, like immersed in it. And a huge part of my program is actually teaching people how to eat and how to think and how to live from their body type, which we are literally basically given. That seems really interesting. Tell me if if they come to you, if a client comes to you, what, I mean, what do you see most often, you know, especially with COVID going on and even before COVID, what were, what were more the problems that you saw um, coming from your clients or your potential clients? Yeah, I would say um, the majority of my clients struggle with the same thing. And it is, I would say they are binging on something to avoid feeling their feelings. So a lot of people come to me because they're binging on food or drinking or overworking. Those are the three main ones. Um, And before COVID, actually, it's pretty similar still now, honestly, but it's the underlying anxiety. I find is one of the key factors that a lot of people have in common, at least a lot of my clients have in common. There's like Mm -hmm. an underlying anxiety that needs to be worked through process. You have a specific process that you take them through, from what I understand. You you kind of take them on a, a, a four-step process. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do. It's really helped me over the years get myself in alignment. So literally, I took, you know, my personal experience. I think that's what a lot of us coaches do, um, mm-hmm. along with the education I've accumulated. And I came up with a process. And um, the first step is I put people on what I call a dosha detox or a dosha diet. I hate the word diet, but it's a protocol. So it's learning how to eat for your dosha. And your dosha is basically your body composition. So it's not so much about what you eat. It's more about when you eat. And by that, it helps to regulate our hormones. Because when our hormones are regulated, and it's not even, obviously, some people will lose weight doing this, but that's not what it's 100% about. It's really more about when your body is in alignment hormonally, then your anxiety is going to drop. And then when the anxiety drops, we can actually get to the root of what your self-sabotaging patterns are. So the first thing I do is I put you on a dosha protocol based on your dosha. So I have you take a questionnaire and we figure that out. After we do that, I help you um, learn how to meditate because a lot of people, I think, in our culture are terrified of it, but it's really just becoming aware. It's opening your eyes, looking into your brain. What are you thinking, right? And cleaning up the junk. Mm -hmm. So I have a really bad mouth. So part of my French, but I say all the bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. And then so we really just going to clean up the junk in your brain. And then the Mm -hmm. next step is we have to really get really clear what are those thoughts Mm -hmm. that are creating you to feel this way. So we have to now learn how to process all your feelings. So you're going to have these feelings that are really awful and uncomfortable, and we have to learn how to sit and tolerate them. Mm -hmm. And when we can sit and process and tolerate them, then we don't repress them anymore and we can actually release them. And once we learn how to release them, we go back to those thoughts and we start to change them. So we take those thoughts and I, you know, we ladder them. So I always try to explain it so people can understand it, but it's basically like a newborn, right? Not newborn, like a toddler, right? First they learn how to get up on all fours. Then they stand, they take their first step. And I like to show people that we have to do the same thing with our brain. If we want to change our thinking patterns, we can't just go to what we want to think. We have to meet ourselves where we're at and then slowly take one step at a time up that ladder till we actually believe that goal thought. Once you get to the goal thought, usually you are on your own and ready to go because you've got all the tools in your toolbox to just, you know, live this life, like really in a really like a great way. I always like to teach people too that life is 50-50. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really believe the goal in life is to be happy all the time. I think that unfortunately that's what a lot of us have been wired mm-hmm. to believe. And we're kind of trying to achieve this unattainable lie. When we learn to embrace the 50-50, like I'm going to be sad if someone I love passes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I don't want to be happy then. But I also do want to feel the feelings of joy, right? Like, yeah. And I think it's that it's like learning how to feel the whole gamut of all of it and not being numb Mm, and afraid of it. Yeah. And afraid of it. I think like, I know for years I was terrified of feeling awful. So Mm -hmm. instead I just became, I used food. That was my go-to to just be really numb. And then what do you, on the steps three and four, what is the next part of the journey? Yeah. So, um, first steps three and four is like, like I said, we start by identifying where are your thoughts right now? What are you thinking? Like, what are you thinking if it's about your body or if it's about 
someone's coming to me because of this underlying anxiety. It's like, what are you thinking right now? And then what do you need to think? So we have to first identify what are you thinking and get really clear about that. And then start to, sometimes it starts with looking at other people, right? Like, well, other people don't think that I'm nuts or whatever you're going on in your brain, right? <laughs> so maybe I'm only a little crazy. No, or, or like, you know, some, a lot of people do come to me with their body issues. And so like, if they're right now thinking I'm so fat and, you know, it's like getting them to a place of, okay, well, that's actually just an opinion about yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's not a fact. And we know it's not a fact because not everyone in the whole world is going to read. It's relative. So what can you actually believe right now? Okay, you can believe you have a body, right? You can see it. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to stair step you to, oh, actually my body is functioning good or my body is strong. My body is capable. We just keep practicing these new thoughts and I give you this morning routine to get you in this new place. And then we strengthen those. We build on top of them until we get to a place where you can actually learn to love and accept your body or learn and love, accept yourself. If it's not about your body, if it's about your relationship you're in, whatever the situation is that you are in right now that you want a new result with. Mm -hmm. I find that a lot of it comes back to really this um, learning to really just love ourselves. Yeah. Well, I was talking to another lady the other day that was saying, we tell ourselves in our mind things that we wouldn't tell our best friend. We can go and stand in front of the mirror and say all this horrible stuff to ourselves, but we would never do that to another person. It's just, it's terrible what we do, you know, and it's just because our brains are wired that way, which is weird. You know, (laughs) why were we wired that way? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, we just, I think like as kids, it's just like we had a thought, something happened, and then we just started practicing thinking it, right? Mm -hmm. And then we just had been thinking it for maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 years. We, we We weren't taught to question things. We weren't Mm -hmm. taught to question things other people said to us. We Mm -hmm. haven't been taught to question our beliefs, you know, about other people and about ourselves. So I think Mm -hmm. a lot of it is learning to question what you believe. And you actually get to decide now as an adult what you want to believe. But the only way you know is by first figuring out what do I believe? Yeah. Yeah. And what story you need to rewrite? What's the stories we tell ourselves? And what's the story that needs to be in that, that space instead? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I I, I hope that, you know, anybody that's listening to that will be like, wow, that is a big aha moment that I need to, to seek out help to even if they don't know it, they can seek out help for someone like you that can try to tell them what that is, you know, cause maybe they don't recognize it in themselves, but you know, finding a coach that could kind of help you, you know, you've got a problem, but you don't know what it is. Maybe you need to talk to a coach. <laughs> exactly. That's what I think is the magic of it. Right. Is like, mm-hmm. I always say like, we can't often, like I have, my, I love my coach. I've had her for a while. Like she helps me see the things that I can see. It's almost like if your windows needed cleaning, but you've been looking out those same windows for years. So you don't even realize how fogged up they are. You're Scotton just so used to it. But Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you put a little Windex on it or some glass cleaner and you look out and you're like, oh my goodness, like the grass is not brown. It's green, right? It's like, (laughs) like we can't see what we can't see. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just 
part of being, I think, a human. Yeah, well, that's really interesting, too, because, you know, our listeners might be saying, oh, well, Rachel's got it all put together. She she knows everything. But you've got a coach, too, that's helping you. So you need a coach, too. And that's that's great to know that, you know, nobody's perfect, but we all need a little no. help sometimes. <laughs> no, and I actually think, like, it's so true. Like, I think I'll have people say, oh, well, I want to, like, have my shit together like you. And I'm like, oh, my shit ain't together, sweetie. <laughs> like, I'm just aware of it. But I'm always working on it. Like, I have a lot of the same negative default wiring. It's just, I'm aware of it now. And when it comes knocking at my door, I have a lot of tools to sometimes send it to not let it inside, to shut the door and not open it. And there are days I do open the door because I'm human, right? And that's part of being human. How fast are we going to bounce back? That for me is a lot of what, life is about like it's to stop like judging myself and my hope is other people do the same is that like is it gonna take a day a week a month or years and to me if it's only gonna take me now like say a day of having a pity party that's pretty amazing because it used to be like weeks or months you know and that to me is like that's living like that's living right like I I don't know, like life to me is 50-50. So it's like just giving up this idea that, and this I do see a lot of my clients too, is trying to make things perfect, this Mm. perfection. And it's kind of giving up this idea that there even is perfection. Like what is perfect? Who decides it? Yeah, that's another thing that we tell ourselves that, you know, you've got to be perfect. We, you know, a lot of people when they're starting to get into business, we we're just telling them, do it scared, Mm. do it, do it imperfect. And they don't understand that all of us who've started out or been building businesses, we are, we are doing it imperfectly. We get over that little thought in our head that says, you know, let, let's stop everything because we have to make it perfect before we launch it. Or, you know, it's, it's that limiting belief that we keep telling ourselves that we can't do it, that we're not allowed to um, make the money. We're not allowed to, to put ourselves out there. Somebody's going to look at us and be like, oh, well, she doesn't need to do that. You know, and those are all these like thought patterns that we need to interrupt. And that's what you kind of teach people to do is to interrupt those thought patterns and then go out there and do it anyway. You know, it's just yourself holding you back. Yeah. I, I love that. How you just said that. I think it's so true. Like that, like if you're going to be an entrepreneur, right. Mm -hmm. It's like, you almost have to learn a totally new way of thinking because like we are taught in society that right to like learn from other people memorize and either you pass or you fail mm-hmm. but in entrepreneurship like you're gonna have to be willing to fail and fail and fail and fail and not let your failures mean that you did bad but instead that every time you fail is actually you getting closer to mm-hmm. being successful because every time you fail what are you gonna learn and it's mm-hmm. like the same thing I tell people when they want to lose weight like yeah, okay, you went off your protocol today. Great, let's look at what you were thinking. What happened? It's the same thing, right? Like, oh, you just had a little wiring that got a little bunched up. Let's just unthread it and let's learn from it and then go do it again. Like, it's like this learning of like, yeah, giving up perfection and embracing failure instead of being afraid of it. Oh, wow. 
that's great. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's 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 something. I mean, we get so caught up in all of these limiting beliefs and learning how to to let go of those and to give ourselves permission to mm-hmm. fail, get back up, whether it's in dieting, whether it's in business, whether it's just in life. You know, yeah. we, we need to give ourselves permission to, to feel whatever we feel right now, but tomorrow get up and do it again and have a new perspective. I love it. It's just, it's a great concept and I yeah. appreciate you telling us about that. And yeah. so as far as trying to find you, how can, how can our listeners find you and, and find out more about what you do? Yeah. Um, so I have a, obviously, I should say that obviously, but these days I feel like it's a given. Um, you can go to rachelbethcoaching.com. I have one that's always out there. Um, people can watch and it's called um, how to overcome emotional eating. And then I actually have a free class I'm doing tomorrow on how to love your body, no matter what. And I, that's like a huge passion of mine. It took me a long time to get to that place where I love my body. I mean, I was like, hundred and I'm like five feet two. So I'm not a very tall person. I come from a really small family. I was like five feet two and like 165, 70 pounds. And then I've been five feet two and 115 pounds. And both times I hated my body. So I can tell you ladies, it doesn't have to do with the size of it. It has to do with what's up here. It took, you know, huh, being doing this work to get to the place where loving my body, it really wasn't all about, I mean, I, I'm glad I got healthy for my body, but it really wasn't the weight that made me learn to love my body. Uh, go to my Instagram, Rachel B. Friedman. There's a link there or on my website. And um, yeah, that's the best way. Just find me on social media or head over to my website. Those are the two best places. So Rachel, it sounds like you have a podcast as well. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I do have a podcast and it's called Mom's Kicking Ass. And it is a mixture of me, um, similar to like you, interviewing moms who are just like, you know, they're not like the people in the world that are maybe driving around like with the multi-million dollar businesses, but they're just moms who are starting off businesses. And um, they, we just talk about what it's like to get, you know, their business off the ground or maybe their weight loss journey or just, you know, moms that are just kicking ass basically at different things in life. Um, and then I also intertwine in the podcast, just like, tools and techniques to help um, moms or really anyone who wants to listen to be able to start to do and use some of these tools that I use in my coaching practice. So like, you know, there's a couple episodes on anxiety and ladder, how to ladder your thoughts and how to do some of this work on your own. Wow, that's great. I encourage everyone to go check out your podcast. What's the name of it again? It's called Mom's Kicking Ass. Do you also have any kind of Facebook groups or anything like that? that I get do. I always forget about it. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I do. And I hopefully I won't offend anyone, but it's called Unfuck Yourself. Okay. Um, because that's what I believe we're doing here is we're, like we said, we're rewriting the stories. So we're getting all that shit out of the way and moving forward. And it's a fun group and definitely posting it every day. And I encourage people to be interactive. Great. Yeah. That's wonderful. I really appreciate you taking the time to to meet with us today. If there's anything else that you would want to tell our listeners, you know, either about, you know, entrepreneurship or about your programs or or what they can do to help themselves, I'd love to to hear your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I would say just because I love entrepreneurship, you know, be willing to fail. 
don't let it stop you. Know that it is actually from someone who's done it many times, it Mm -hmm. is the key to your success. Is like you said, just put yourself out there, let yourself feel awful. It's going to happen and then sit in it. Don't push it away. Don't try to like go eat or drink and not feel it. Let yourself feel it and then just get up the next day or an hour later, however long it takes you, hopefully not more than a day and just do it again. And it's, it's really fun. It's really fun. And I guess in terms of anyone who's interested in, um, you know, getting more in alignment, I highly recommend it. Not even just um, on my website, I always say come for the vanity, leave for the sanity. You know, if you're coming because like you want to look different, great. But my goal is I want you to see what's possible. Always. That's my, my goal for all women, especially is I just want them to see what they're capable of because you know whatever it is it's 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 going to change you it's going to change your life and I think in a really magnificent way that really aligns with um the podcast and and what it's about so I I encourage everybody to to go check Rachel out and I really do appreciate you have being on the the podcast today and having you as a guest thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us and talk to us today Thank you so much for having me. I mean, this was super fun and um, I really appreciate being able to share, share this message. I just, you know, it's great whenever you get to share your passion. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some great insights in this episode. You'll find our guest information, links and bio in the show notes and on our website, ProfitablePassions.com. I'm Tammy Bragg, and I hope you'll listen to future episodes as we have more great stories from incredible women who want to share their journeys with you. So we can attract more awesome guests. We would appreciate it if you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and tell your friends about it. Thanks again for listening to the Profitable Passions podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode.